0: someday it's going to be the last. So we have to be present in this moment. And the way that Christy and I have been thinking about it is with our eating is I wrote in my journal today, Christy, when I was eating, I said, I don't think I've ever eaten and enjoyed it this much in such a long time. Every bite. Mm. Why not be present? Mm -hmm.
1: Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I am Christy Code Red, your host, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And of course, I'm joined by Carrie. I'm joined by Carrie. I'm joined with Carrie from Carrie. I think it's by. I think by. You You had
0: it right the first time. Thank you. thank (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And I'm I say it every week, but I'm excited about this topic because I've been doing a lot of personal growth in this area. Yeah, we both have. And this was something that we've been talking about a lot lately. And
1: I said, hey. Let's go ahead and talk with everybody else. Because I, when I post about this on social media, I get a lot of people who respond saying, yeah, I'm working on this too. And Carrie and I want to talk to you about being present in the moment. Now, maybe you might have seen this post I wrote here. Of course, at the time of this recording, it was just a couple of days ago. But I don't like when people tell me that I need to slow down. And I just, it triggers me like, well, you need to slow down. Well, you need to back off, Karen. You know, you need to worry about your own problems. I I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, don't tell me I got big dreams and big goals. I'm off to save the planet here. You know, like I'm not, (laughs) I don't like when someone tells me to slow down. But when I was working with Chris Geffen, he said, don't think of it as slowing down. Think of it as just being present in the moment. Right.
0: It just reminds me of a funny thing I said, or I saw on, uh, of course, a meme. Those are hilarious. I don't know who the genius is behind these things, but somebody's funny. And they said, um, you know, nobody ever slowed down or calmed down because you told them to. And uh, you're like, nobody, because you've gotten calmed down. Who's ever gone, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for telling me to slow down or calm down. I am totally calming down now. It's just a trigger to make people more mad. Or my favorite one, which was next time your wife gets mad at you, put a cape on her and tell her, now you're super mad. (laughs) See how (laughs) how long you live. So it is true. Being told to calm down or slow down or, hey, nobody likes that. Mm -mm.
1: Yeah. And so we're talking about, I think what Chris was trying to get me to see is not You need to stop doing the activities that, you know, the the traveling, the this, the that, that keep you going, all the podcasting, all the podcast guests, all the meetings, all the conferences, all the the workouts, all the things that I do that are part of my life. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying to stop doing that. He's saying in the moments where you are out running the trails at Tamarack or you are visiting with your neighbor or you're in Turks and Caicos with your sister, then just enjoy that moment try not to get distracted like if you got your feet in the creek try not to always just grab your phone and get an instagram of it you know like just really feel
0: the cold water and really feel the rocks underneath your feet i love how our mom said to us this morning she said i'm so excited about an upcoming she has a couple of trips coming up and then she said i wish and then she stopped herself and she said i don't want to wish my life away mm. So don't, how that applies to you is don't spend those moments wishing for the next moment. Be in the moment that you're in right now because that moment's never going to happen again. Man, that is so true.
1: And we find ourselves, and Carrie and I come from, um, It's we've been pretty transparent about the fact that our family members, our extended family members, have a a pretty bad weight problem. People in my dad's side of the family, with the exception of one person very overweight, and we have struggled with weight. Carrie has struggled with weight. Even my mom's sisters have struggled with weight. And so weight problems run in our family and we've identified because Carrie and I have the same trait patterns. That pattern. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good one. The same pattern that causes us to Slip into the same problem that they are in, yes, and yes. we recognize it though. They don't recognize it, and we do. And we're like, Oh, wait, let's stop. So, what we've been doing, we've been talking about this a lot. And one of the big problems is just eating so fast. Now, Carrie can't because of her stomach operations, she can't eat fast, she has to eat slow. But, man, stand back because I eat fast. And so, we're talking about Carrie and I have really been concentrating on going slow, but enjoying every bite,
0: every taste. Mm-hmm chewing our food, breathing, and just being present instead of worrying about what's wrong in your life. In that moment, what's right? And uh, we've been reading an author, and one thing that she tells a hilarious story is she went to see a a meditation guru. I am not a meditation guru. I wish I were better about that, but I'm not. But at that moment, the, the meditation guru stood up and said, who in this audience has a toothache? And they all looked around and no one raised their hand. And he said, who is celebrating the fact that they don't have a toothache? Well, Mm. if you don't have a toothache, you're not celebrating that fact because you forget about it until you do have a toothache. And then that's all you can think about. Same exact thing with mindfulness and being present. What is going right in this moment? What is good about this moment? I feel like, like Chrissy said, toes in the... Toes in the water, toes in the sand, or feet in the water, toes in the sand. I know. (laughs) It's like, be in that moment right then, not wishing for the next one. A lot of you
1: guys know I have a dog, Annabelle. And, um, you know, dogs don't live forever, although I'd like to believe that mine's going to live for forever. I know, I know. Don't Don't do that. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. I know. And uh, Annabelle is our life. We absolutely adore her. And I I think to myself, oh, I wanna enjoy these snuggles and the hug times, the snuggles, the walks. She's such a good walking buddy. She's a good anything buddy. And she's always by my side every day, all day. And I know someday she won't be. And I don't wanna, I wanna really enjoy these moments. I do wanna get pictures with her and I do wanna, you know, wanna get videos. And it's, those are some, and my husband, I mean, on that note, I know I just compared my husband to the dog. My husband's 17 years older than me. And uh, unless something tragic happens, and I know I'm gonna live to be a million years He's gonna die before me. And I don't wanna be one of those people that say, geez, I wish I would've had more moments with him. And maybe I still will say that, but I really have been trying lately just to uh, sit down with him and just visit, and this is just not something we do very often because we're both pretty independent, and we don't like we just say oh, what like what are you doing, what are you doing? Okay, I'll see you at the end of the day. You know, what do you need from me? You know, that kind of thing. By really trying to be more present in the moment with him, because I know someday the days slip into years, he won't
0: be here, and I don't want to miss these. Yeah, and I it's the same with kids, Christy. You didn't have kids like human kids, but of course you're a great auntie to four kids. One, two, three, four. Yes. right. I had to count mine and then whoever (laughs) our sister had. So one, two, (laughs) three, four. So Christy, I heard someone say it. Someday it'll be the last time and you Mm -hmm. won't know. So someday it'll be the last time they sit on your lap someday it'll be the last time they call you mama instead of mother. Now my 21-year-old son still calls me mama. Hey mama, uh," you know, this and that. But my 22-year-old daughter says mother, mother of this. But there was a time when she called me mommy. And then one time that was the last time. And I didn't even know it was the last time. And she still would probably call me mommy if I asked her to. It's not tragic, guys. I don't want you to think that. But there... Someday it's going to be the last time that they suck on their binky or that they sleep with their bottle or that they snuggle up next to you on the couch. It's, someday it's going to be the last. So we have to be present in this moment. And the way that Christy and I have been thinking about it is with our eating. Is I wrote in my journal today, Christy, when I was eating, I said, I don't think I've ever eaten And enjoyed it this much in such a long time every bite Mm -hmm. why not be present instead of being on 18 devices and having things going and I'm shoving food it's and it can be as small as eating and it can be as big as your kids growing up or your dog going to over the rainbow bridge do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I was sitting here thinking uh what I wanted to say after you got done and then my mind just went completely blank I can't believe it. No, that I'm happens saying. to me all the time. I'll hold a thought while you're talking and I'll hold it, hold it, hold it. And then I'll be so fascinated with what you say that I'm like, ah, I remember, what happened to my thought? That's what happened to me. I know. Well, thank you. I, I do
1: remember, you know, I went to a few months ago before COVID, I went to a really great resort to take a little bit of a break. And um, Carrie knew I was going and nobody else knew. And I really wanted to be just kind of be for me so the first time I went, I completely checked out. I didn't, I wasn't on devices at all for four days. The second time I went, I was on my devices the whole time. Well, when I was on my devices the whole time, all of a sudden I blinked and it was time to leave. Yeah. And this is a very high end luxury resort that you want to enjoy all of it. Right. And I remember saying to you, Carrie, I was like, Oh my gosh, where did the time go? But I was on my devices and I was on social media the whole time. I decided no, oh, you know, I'll just kind of do it like I normally do it. And Carrie, you said to me, you go, social media makes us always look for the next thing. You don't enjoy what's right here in front of you. You're constantly looking
0: ahead. And we talk a lot about phones and devices and the sad thing is uh, my 21-year-old son always likes to point out how he didn't have a phone. I'm like, well, Chase, phones were, you know, uh, of course, phones are expensive now, but phones were astronomically expensive and you had to pay by the minute. I mean, this has been a long time ago, son. You know what I mean? And, and well, why does the youngest one who's 10 have a phone and all that? The truth is our society has changed. I mean, we times have changed. Things are different. You know, they really are. So we can't change that. But, Christy, I always appreciate it that when you and Mom are having breakfast, how you don't answer my text messages <laughs> we don't I know because <laughs> y'all are talking and not looking at your phones. I love that about you because when I'm with you, you are totally present to me, and you know what it is it's respect yeah it's honor, it's your way of saying we're sharing this meal, and I am showing you love, Carrie, in this moment by. Yep. face down, you know, face down and turned off and turned off.
1: And, and I learned that for sure. I learned that when I, my life, uh, started really becoming about social media. Cause I do run this company off of social media and, and I'm, Super thankful to be able to do that. Super thankful, but I am on my devices probably more than anybody I know. I mean, it's constant. It's, it's I was going to say 24 7. It's not 24 7. I do turn my stuff off at night, but it's 16 hours a day for sure. It's sun up to sundown for sure. But I was very aware of how horribly rude it is to be on your phone in front of somebody when somebody's trying to talk to you and it's just you, it's you and them and they're looking at you and, and, it's an actual conversation, and you pick up your phone and you start looking because I don't care who it is; they're not paying attention to you. They're now looking, and they're like, "Oh, I can do both." Our dad tries to act like he can do both, and he gets, like, he "Oh, I can do text on some days." Oh my gosh! And, and and you can't, you can't pay attention to what and that person in front of you is the most important thing in that moment to you. That talk about being present
0: in the moment, right there. So when I worked at Pullman Memorial Hospital in Pullman, Washington, I worked with a nurse named Cecily. I don't think she'll ever uh, listen to this podcast, but maybe she will. So Cecily, I'm talking about you. She was quite a bit younger than me, still is quite a bit younger than me, and uh, she since has gone on to have a family and all that. But Christy, she did the most interesting thing. When you would talk to her, if you interrupted, she would stop and she would go and totally listen to what you were saying. And let me just tell you a little something. You realize how much you interrupt when, you know what I mean? And she was completely present to what you were saying in that moment. So I would go, oh, I know. (laughs) And she would go, and look at you. It wasn't rude. It wasn't rude. It wasn't judgmental. But it made you go. And I've never met anyone else like that since. It was fascinating. It does make
1: you aware of how much you interrupt somebody when they stop. Very true. (laughs)
0: No, (laughs) I was like, I just couldn't see my face. I was pausing like we were on a long distance. <laughs> Chrissy was deployed to Afghanistan waiting for the echo to go away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so,
1: well, now I can't start. I did not know she did that. That's funny. Yeah. But, guys, we really want to encourage you to, my gosh, um, really just... You don't have to slow down. You don't have to quit buying iPhones. We're not saying you have to throw your TV into the river, you know? We're not saying that. We have a, that's an old. That's church story where this guy said that God told him to throw his TV in the river, and we were of really course, poor. We were and poor. So. We were like, well, geez, why didn't he just give us that TV? Anyway, so that's <laughs> what I'm referring to. We're not saying you have to throw your devices in the river or you have to get rid of your iPad or something like just be appropriate. Make sure you turn them off when somebody's around, make sure that you are present in the moment. If there's something going on that you pay attention, that you enjoy it, that you're not always looking for that next thing, that next moment. And I get caught up doing this. When, when's the next thing, you know, when's the next thing to look for the goal after the goal or the, the next thing. And it's okay to look forward to things, but boy, like that, I'm 44 right now and man, life is rushing
0: by me. Well, like mom said, you don't want to wish it away. Yeah. You don't want to wish yeah. it away. You know, um, so since Chrissy and I have been doing this journey with our food and being aware of what we're eating and how it affects us, do we like the way it tastes? Do we not? I want to ask rebels that are listening right now a question. How many times have you eaten a meal? Maybe it was pre portioned pre-planned. You were good to go. You're doing the right thing. You're following your macros. And you stood up and you said, I didn't even taste that. Hmm. How many times? So since I've been doing this eating and Christy and I've been doing it, part of the rules, because, you know, we got to have fun. Christy and I were having fun, is you cannot look on any device while you're eating. You can talk, but you can't have an upsetting conversation. You just need to have a very nice, pleasant conversation. You can't read books. And the big one for Carrie Thompson, you can't watch television. (laughs) So I... Feel this pull while I'm eating to want to grab my phone, want to grab my phone, and I have to say, Carrie, stop. So, this last week, my in-laws uh, went on vacation, and I took care of uh, my step-grandpa-in-law. That sounds really weird. Yeah. He has dementia, and as he would, I would sit down to eat. I would make his meal, and then make my meal, and sit down. And of course, he doesn't talk very much, and he's not on a phone, <laughs> and he's not watching TV. But he just stops. He would take a bite, Christy, and then he'd fold his hands and look around the room. He's probably trying to figure out where he was. But anyway, looking around the house, and he said to me something very interesting. He said, probably doesn't remember who I am. He said, I really like watching those birds out the window. Oh. But that bird feeder is empty. And I thought, how many times, Christy, have I gone out there and mindlessly filled that bird feeder, those greedy little boogers, man, they drink it. They, they eat. It doesn't matter if I had 20 bird feeds. It's going to pretty in Kentucky, they're going to be gone in about 27 seconds. They eat that food fast. But, um, how many times have I filled that bird feeder? How many times have I sat at that table and I've eaten? How many times have I rushed? How many meals and calories have I just shoved in my pie hole? And I never once have sat there and looked at the beautiful cardinals and finches and doves that are 10 feet away from me. So I spent the rest of my meal watching the birds and actually being present in that moment and watching my grandpa eat and just how mindful he was or not mindful, but I'm going to take it as mindful, even though he has the memory issues. Yeah, you're so right. And the other day, you know, here
1: I am trying to do this with you. And I set up my phone and I take a picture of me with my eyes closed, looking like I'm being mindful. What what, what is that, Christy?
0: (laughs) Christy, it's like when they make fun of girls that are Christians on Instagrams. Yes, I wish I had a Bible right here. I would show you. And they'll have like the cup of coffee and the Bible open to God's Word, and they'll have a picture of their like. Right, it says meditating on God's Word. I was like, No, you're kind of taking a picture exactly. for Instagram. I don't know how you're meditating. And I'm not making fun, y'all. Don't write nasty oh, comments. You make fun of me. I did the same thing. It was hilarious. I was like, Yeah, I think Kenzie. <laughs> Yeah. You're probably taking pictures for Instagram, you know, and not really. And again, it's, I'm terrible of it too. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Brandon's rubbing the pug. I got to get a picture of it. Or, oh my gosh, that's so funny. They're all sleeping together on dog bed. I got to get this for Instagram. And if I don't Instagram, people are upset with me. What's wrong? Are you sick this morning? So I get it, but there's something about just sitting there looking at those birds, Christy. And I went, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, No wonder our bird feeder is always empty. These dang birds are here eating all the time. But I had never sat at my table and watched them while I ate. Yeah. Oh,
1: and I busted my own self, taking a picture of myself running through the trails. And I was like, stopping to smell the dirt. No, you're setting up your camera. So that you can get a great angle and that your stomach looks flat and that your legs at the right angle and the dog is all nice and everybody's running in sync and it looks like something off the cover of a magazine photo. You're not being present in the moment. You're worried about what you, getting a good picture and then posting it so everybody will think you're cool, Christy. Like, that's what you're really, let's be honest with ourselves. And then it was like, wow. In like my husband, Miles, if nobody ever sees him do anything, he is so happy and content with just fiddling with his guns and just reading the news and baking his little dishes that he baked. Like nobody ever knows. And he's yeah. totally okay with that. And I'm like, why well, you got
0: to get that on Instagram? Come on, babe. That's you know? good material. This is um, good it's, material. That's good. It's sort of like I'm always, I used to be like, and you guys can't see me. I'm making the what face that my kids used to give me. So I used to be like that when people would go, oh, well, I haven't checked my phone in a few hours. Does anybody know where my phone is? I'd be like, what is wrong with you? I mean, I don't know about you, but this is permanently glued to my hand. I
1: Yeah, I, I have seizures. Scary. I have seizures if I get too far from my phone. I know.
0: So, but Christy, I'm starting to become like, wow. Now, of course, with Code Red, we don't have the luxury of... Uh, although we do take time away from our phones, but I always warn Christy ahead of time, and she has to yeah. warn me. That's how bad it is. Yeah, yeah we. Have hey, to. I'm putting my phone down, or Christy, my phone's almost dead. Even though I have 14 chargers in my office, but it's the um, we don't have that luxury of being disconnected from social media because it is what we do for a living. But I'm always envious of people that go, uh, oh, I don't know, I haven't checked my phone, and you're like. Like my mother-in-law said to me, I don't have Facebook app on my phone. I check it on when I get to my computer at night. And I was like, oh, well, tell me about your archaic ways, oh, great one. <laughs> Who doesn't have that Facebook app? I mean, like, it's the first thing that pops up when I do this. Oh, look. Yeah. Look, there it is. Yeah. F. Well, oh, tell me about the golden days when yes. you used to check Facebook only on your PC.
1: See. You start singing that "Why a Judd, Grandpa, tell me about the good
0: old days. <laughs> when Facebook wasn't an app. Yeah. It them, it's like, what? What? So it's interesting. And just let the power go out and see how people become present to the moment because they're forced to. So life is going to force you to become present to the moments. It will happen. I mean, it's, it's something always rings your bell and makes you go, mm-hmm. ah, you know, maybe I need to take a little, uh, you know, isolation was a great example, Christy. Mm-hmm. Being in isolation forced a lot of us to get present in the moment. And when isolation was uh, first ending, I was walking with Brandon and the dogs and I said to him, oh, aren't you so excited? Like we get to go get our haircut and stuff. And he said, no. He goes, I have you. I have the dogs. We're at the house together. Like I I feel fine and I was like oh, we've watched everything on Netflix. You know, I just couldn't wait to leave the house. But he was present in that moment. Yep.
1: Miles said the same thing. He was like, my life isn't any different. He's the same way, so I said, "We definitely want to encourage you guys to try to do this more." to try to give yourselves little breaks during the day without your devices, to try to, you know, I've been trying to go and I've been trying to clear my mind and do some mindful what, what does Chris call it? Mindful meditation or, or something meditation. I just clear your mind and manifest what you want for the day. I'm not good at it. I don't do it very much. I usually just kind of like, I'll sit down cross-legged on the grass and then I'll start picking my toenail, you know, like, I mean, it's just, I don't even really even, you know, or I wonder if I look angelic like this, maybe I should get a picture, you know? And it's like, it's just, But we do encourage you guys. Definitely, I am not good at it. Carrie and I are learning. But the point is we're learning. We're really trying. We're trying to move in a direction of being this way. And we want to definitely encourage them. Hopefully, us sharing our experiences with you will help you try
0: to be more present in the moment. Do you remember, Christy, when we were kids? And, you know, now that we're older, we're kind of mid-ish life, I guess you could say. I don't want to admit that. But all we really have are the memories. So I can close my eyes and I can vividly recall being in Grangemont. That's where we grew up. And I can imagine the feeling of that, the hay in the field growing up around us and us walking and singing Mm. or talking and just walking down to that creek. Remember we had the creek that ran through the property and us just going down there and screwing around, digging holes, playing in the mud, whatever we did. And I have those very vivid memories. So now at 46, I look back and I think, oh, childhood, this and that. And I think I walked through a big field with my sister and we talked about nothing. We talked about something. We rode our horses and I know what that, the smell, the feel, the sounds, it all comes back so clearly. That's all we have, folks. All we have are the moments, the moments that Brandon and I am pointing over here Set out here next to the chicken coop and we just sit there with our hands on our, our, our elbows on our knees and the chickens roam around us and we don't talk. And I just think this is a moment that someday I'm going to look back on and I'm going to think about. So really all you have, your life is a sum of those moments and those memories. So we want to encourage you to take time to make those little ones really, really count. I really think it's important.
1: Miles and I have a little thing we do every single morning, no matter where we are, ever no matter what we always give each other a hug when when we see each other in the mornings and it's so strange because it could be on it could be on a yacht you know we've done this we've rented these yachts through the mediterranean it could be when we wake up and we do it then or here at the house or at mom's house or at a hotel it doesn't matter where we are kind of our little rule is that we always give each other a morning hug and a long one you know try to make a lot of course i hold on to him a lot longer and he holds on to me but and then i've been doing this thing for the last couple years where we have these big giant windows in our house and they are windows all the way around and you can see everything out there. Well, when I see him coming up the road, I go down there and I meet him when he pulls in the driveway and pulls into the garage. And I always, are right there, we're always happy to see him. We're like, daddy's home, daddy's home, you know? And he'll Aww. go, hi, you guys. And we always give him a, a welcoming hug. So I'm really trying to make those moments with us count like just make them very strong moments where he can always look back and and me too and be thankful for those and just take that time to hold on to him tight as
0: long as we live chrissy tell jesus comes for us Mm. uh i'll never forget sitting on the beach with you in Turks and Caicos with our little legs out in the sun. Cause we only had our legs out in the sun just for a few minutes and what it sounded like to hear the waves and see the people walk by. And that is a memory that I will hold in my heart for my whole life. And that was just a moment we weren't on our phones. We weren't talking about code red. We weren't, you know, we weren't worrying about the work we had to get back to the hotel and work on. We were just had our breakfast and we were just being present to each other and that moment. And someday, when I'm old, I'll be like, I remember when my sister Christy and I, I'm gonna tell that story. And that is a moment I will hold forever. Those hugs, those are your moments. They really are.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Oh, we could just sit here and walk in every lane. But guys, we really hope that you got
1: some encouragement and some ideas out of this podcast. And perhaps you'll maybe be more inclined to stop and reset and rethink a few things in your life that you are doing yep put that phone face down Face silent. down or it doesn't
0: count cuz you'll not you know what this is like every time i have an email come in i go And you all know I'm looking at my emails, even though I don't mean to. It's just they pop up on the dang screen.
1: Yep, I know. it. Carrie's got a couple of screens. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Don't forget, 10poundtakedown.com is the best place to get started. Join one of our monthly challenges. We would love to welcome you into our community. For $47, you can test it out and see if it is the right. Of course, we think the proper human diet is right for everybody. But you have to be convinced of this, too. And you have to be sick. And tired of being sick and tired. And that's what we want you. (laughs) Carrie, thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on the go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved, even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on the go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.